The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Mariana. Welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got Ash K. Home. So Ash is a makeup artist and educator, and she started in Texas and always had a passion for makeup at a really young age and didn't know how to make it her career. So she followed her dreams. She moved to Los Angeles, and now she's a celebrity makeup artist for the biggest people, including Ariana Grande and the Kardashians. And she is amazing. But not only has she created this career for herself of being a makeup artist, working with the biggest stars, but she's also created a social media platform for herself with over a million followers. So she she also is a content creator and influencer and educator herself, sharing makeup on herself and tips that you guys can follow. I thought this episode was really interesting, whether you want to be a makeup artist or you are just following your career path of how to make things possible for you and use social to your advantage to get new clients or reach out to people or create opportunities for yourself. So if you guys want to hear from Ash, keep listening. And before we get into the episode, don't forget Summer Fridays has a brand new product. We just launched our new sheer skin tint. I love this as a hybrid skincare meets makeup product. So it's got tiger grass to help reduce redness. It's also got hyaluronic acid and glycerin, but then it gives you this sheer coverage and I love it as like a no makeup makeup product. Someone I saw posted a TikTok yesterday said, it's like their skin, but better. And that's really how I feel with this product. So during the day when I get ready and I'm just going to the office or running errands, I want something light. I just want a little bit of coverage. I don't want to put on like a full foundation and this is perfect for every day. So I hope you guys love it. It's available now at summerfridays.com and at Sephora. It's coming soon to Sephora stores. So if you guys go in store and you want a shade match, you can definitely find it there or you guys can visit Summer Friday com and there's a shade matcher there where you guys can find out what shade you are and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast because i've got new episodes every tuesday now let's hear from ash okay so i need to go back to 2008 like go back to the beginning of your career so how did you actually start in this world of makeup so i would say that even before 2008 i've just been someone that has always been really into art. And my mom and dad really nourished my creative side and my artistic side. I would say everyone in my immediate family is very artistic in their own way. So I would say one of the reasons why I really wanted to really discover more of my artistic side early on as a child was because it was something that really made me happy. And my parents really wanted to push me in that direction. And While I was a kid, I was going through a really hard time. I was born with like a really straight back. And when I was in third grade, I was diagnosed with scoliosis and my back was curving at like a really rapid rate. And all that was doing was making me so insecure and kids were starting to bully me. So I would say elementary school was a really tough time for me because kids are so mean and they don't know what you're going through. And because my back was curving, it really started to affect my lungs, the way I was breathing, my heart, and it also changed the way my back looked. So one of my shoulders was a little bit higher than the other. So kids were super mean. And it only further pushed me to explore my artistic side. So I started playing with makeup at a really young age. 
And I would just have fun with it. And I think that's when it all started. And I always knew I would somehow get into this world, but I had no idea how. So by the time I was 11, I had the surgery and that fully changed my life. And at that time I was doing everyone's makeup. I was just having fun with it. And I loved how it empowered me. It gave me confidence. It just made me feel good. I was way too young to be wearing makeup, but I didn't care because it made me feel good. And so it was always in the back of my mind that I really enjoyed this. My parents really wanted me to pursue college. So I gave it a shot and I was in college for about a year and I ended up begging them to let me go to cosmetology school. And for some odd reason, they ended up listening to me and they let me go. So I went to cosmetology school. It was actually Paul Mitchell cosmetology school. There was no makeup schools at the time. So that was really my only outlet. And I had no connections in the industry. I had no idea where I would go from here, but I knew I loved makeup. And I thought, let me go to hair school. It's only like 20% makeup. I could count the days we actually did makeup. And on those days, I was all eyes and ears. I was the teacher's favorite. I just wanted to learn and know everything, but I did learn how to do hair and I did hair for a bit. So if you need me to do a few hair looks, (laughs) I could, it's not my favorite. Okay. So you're in cosmetology school. You go to school for hair because you want to learn makeup. You are finishing school in around 2010. And then you're like, I want to do makeup full time. What do you do then? So while I'm at Paul Mitchell, I ended up interviewing for Mac and it took me three times to finally get in. I I remember I had applied for this job probably three or four times. And finally they wanted to do an interview with me. So I became a freelance makeup artist at Mac. And from there, I ended up really building myself with the company. And I ended up staying with Mac Cosmetics for five years. And I wanted to do everything with Mac. I wanted to literally die at Mac Cosmetics. At the time, that was the it place. I would say that's really where I got the beginning of my career started. And while I was working there, I really looked up to the resident trainer. So I started working extremely close with the resident trainer. I love to educate and I love to teach. My mom is a teacher. I feel like I naturally have that in me, just seeing her being an educator throughout my life. It always inspired me. So I started working really closely with him. After two years of working really closely with the trainer, I started to facilitate these trainings that we would have with the Mac artists. So we'd have like 60 artists in a room on Sundays And I would get up in front of everybody and I would facilitate these trainings that would go on for an hour or longer. And then every six months we would do update trainings and he would give me the entire handbook and say, I want you to memorize this and I want you to teach because you want to do this one day. So you have to learn. As many of you know, I love jewelry. So I love to wear like different pieces and I'm always like layering stuff. And I always feel like it elevates any kind of outfit that I'm wearing, whether I'm wearing something casual during the day or something a little bit dressy. And I love to like dress up or dress down my looks depending on like how I want to accessorize. But I really love investing in quality pieces that are really classic yet trendy. So it's really important to me to find a balance of those pieces. So that's why I've been obsessed with Ring Concierge now for years. It's my go-to brand that offers everything from delicate and affordable pieces to major bling statements 
statements like gorgeous tennis bracelets, or if you're in the market, a custom engagement ring that are insane. I love going to their Instagram and I'm saving so many pictures. I love seeing them as like inspo or like manifesting a piece of their jewelry. It's they're beautiful. So some of my favorite pieces that I wear all the time are my Zodiac necklace. And I also personalized a Summer Fridays medallion with them. I created this to celebrate Summer Fridays turning three and I bought one for myself and also one for Lauren as a gift. Um, I love it. So the founder, Nicole, is someone I just love following because she's just killing it as a female entrepreneur in her space. She was actually on a recent podcast episode. So if you guys want to hear more from her and she gave me all of her tips for shopping for engagement rings and investment pieces, definitely check that episode out. A few favorite pieces I have my eye on are the engravable diamond tag necklace and the personalized multi-name bracelet. Ring Concierge has generously offered all of my followers a special promo. If you guys check out, enjoy 15% off with code Mariana. Be sure to follow Ring Concierge on Instagram at Ring Concierge and be sure to check out their site, ringconcierge.com. And again, that's 15% off with code Mariana. Now I feel like you've taken that educated background of like what you were doing then and it's your job now in a way even though that that really wasn't like the path that you ended up going down at first. Cause I think with social, we don't even realize like right. you are teaching people and you're doing the same thing now, just in a different kind of avenue. No, you're absolutely right. And little did I know then that what I was doing to prepare for this position of being a resident trainer would help me now years down the road. So I ended up interviewing for that position to be the resident trainer. People would fly in from all over the country to get this position. And it was a really tough position to get. And I remember wanting this so bad. I wanted this more than anything. So when that day came to finally get this position, I actually didn't get it. And I remember being devastated at the time, but I was with my boyfriend and he really believed in me. And he was like, you know what? You really built up your freelance career on the side. Why don't you just quit and just be a freelance makeup artist in Houston? He really saw how passionate I was about my career. And I think sometimes all you need is one person in your life a friend, a family member, just someone who believes in you and you can just hit the ground running. So that really inspired me. I ended up going back to work and saying, I'm going to put in my two weeks. And I remember from that point on, I was working with a client every day ever since. So sometimes when one door closes, another door opens and it can just be the best thing that could ever happen to you, but it's so hard to see it at that time. And I'm really glad that I took that leap of faith because it completely changed my life. And I was living in Houston for six months. And throughout that six months, celebrities started coming into town and they would find me on Instagram through hashtags and just through social media in general and would start to book me. So I was living in Houston and I decided to make a couple trips to LA. I was really inspired by that. I thought I love the feeling of working with celebrities. I remember my first celebrity that I worked with was Lily Galici. She's also from Houston and she had came in town. And then after that, I worked with Carmen Electra and Carmen Electra found me through Lily Galici. So word travels fast. When you work with one celebrity, chances are high that you're going to work with another. So it's really important to maintain an amazing reputation and always be kind to everyone because that costs nothing. And that's what I've continued throughout my career. So many makeup artists' careers has started with Lily. Like going back, <laughs> yes. thinking about so many people because, like back then, it was like she and she still is like the glam girl. And because she was getting like so frequently, I would find so many up and coming artists from hers. Like I'm just thinking of like a crew of people where like they all got their start with Lily and they've gone on to like work with like the biggest names in Hollywood. And I love that about social where you can find you know new talent and you can get jobs and bookings that way. But I think there's a really good lesson that you touched on here was 
you wanted something so badly and you got told no and you didn't get this thing that you wanted, but you didn't let that stop you and you kept going with the thing that you love and it, you didn't let it discourage you because a lot of people would say, okay, well, if I didn't get this, then maybe this this thing isn't for me. But you said, no, I love makeup so much that even if they turn me down here, I'm going to keep going down this path. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I did. So I loved that I was able to turn it into something positive and, and change my life. And sometimes that's just what it takes. Someone needs to tell you no in order for you to go into a different direction. Okay. So I want to talk about celebrity now because that was how you got your first celebrity client was via Instagram. And there are so many aspiring makeup artists listening to this, I'm sure. And they want to know how to even get started because I think if you're an artist now, like social is your best tool to get found. Absolutely. So I would say that using Instagram as a business tool is one of the most amazing things that you can do because it's free. And whenever I was starting out, I would basically get together with other creatives. So Jesus, who does Kylie Jenner's hair, he is also from Houston. And he was someone that wanted it just as bad as I did. We moved to Los Angeles around the same time. So what we would do was get together. And I still do this to this day when I have free time. I will reach out to other creatives that are in my industry that are at that same level. And I'll get together with them and we'll create, we'll do a look on a model. At the time, I was doing looks on my friends, on my family, on myself. We would all post on social media. We would invest in lighting and we would you know, really create this magic and create this synergy on social media. And people are able to find your work that way. So it's really such a beautiful thing, especially because you can use this as a portfolio and you have so much accessibility with Instagram and you can reach out to anyone that you want to work with. You're not always going to get a response, but I think the point is to put it into the universe, what you want in life. And I promise you, it'll come back to you tenfold. I would reach out to you know Instagram girls, like Instagram models, YouTubers, celebrities, I mean, B-listers, D-listers. It didn't matter. Like I would just reach out to honestly anyone that I could see myself working with. And you'd be surprised people will reply back to you and you will eventually start to get what you want if you keep trying. It's something that definitely doesn't happen overnight, but I think Instagram is such an amazing tool. And with consistency and discipline, that's something I always talk about. You will be able to go anywhere in life with that. That People always ask me, what is your key to success? And I honestly don't believe there is a key to success, but I do believe in consistency and discipline. So if I had to tell you one, that would be it because consistency and discipline has gotten me so far in my life. I'm definitely trying to get into like a new workout routine for myself. I don't know why, but after Labor Day for me feels like back to school and back to my routine. Summer's like almost officially over. And did you guys know that September is National Yoga Month? I got hooked on Aloe Moves. It's the streaming on-demand yoga, fitness, and mindful classes from the wildly popular Aloe Yoga Athleisure brand. And it's been transforming in so many ways. And to celebrate National Yoga Month, Aloe Moves wants everyone to flow for free. Receive 30 days free so you could choose from thousands of classes and give it a try. What I love about Aloe Moves is they have a walking series. So I love to go for a walk and sometimes I don't want to just listen to music. I want to do something on my walk that like makes me feel better. And they've got an energizing and reset walk that's about 20 minutes. There's also a boosted fitness walk, a morning mindfulness walk, gentle refresh, sweat and step, morning glow walk. So there's all of these walks so that when you are going on your walks, you can feel a little bit better while you're doing it. Aloe Moves is the one-stop shop for everything wellness. You just need one app that has everything. There's yoga 
bar, Pilates, cardio, hit classes, mindfulness, and self-care from Gua Sha to dry brushing tutorials. With over 3,000 classes for every level and over 100 new classes every month, you will always have fresh content. And they've got everything from five-minute meditation classes to hour-long studio-style classes. So whatever length works for you, they've definitely got it. Join me, go to allomoves.com for 30 days for free. If you're loving it like I am, then snag 50% off your annual membership with code Mariana. That's code Mariana, but 50% off is only good in September for National Yoga Month. Go to allomoves.com and let's get started. If somebody is like, okay, I want to work with celebrities, do you think that, I think this is how I think of it on like the receiving end of getting these messages, like make sure like the most recent, like six, nine, 12 pictures is like your best work. So when you're reaching out to people and DMing them and offering your services, they can see a really good like range of examples of like what your type of work looks like. And then if you are to message someone, what are you even saying if you are trying to slide into someone's DM to like offer services to them? First off, I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. Anytime that I'm about to reach out to someone, I make sure that my page looks impeccable first off. And then whenever I'm reaching out to anyone, I just keep it short and sweet. So whenever I want to reach out to someone, I keep it short and sweet. And I'll usually say, hi, blank. I've honestly been dying to work with you. I know I would kill it on your look. Let's create some magic together. Let me know whenever you need glam. And you'd be surprised. You may get a reply back. And when I was first starting out and I had just moved to Los Angeles, I did not expect to get paid when I reached out to someone. You are going to have to do some work for free in the beginning. And then you will establish yourself along the way and then you can start charging. But if you're reaching out to someone, I would expect to just do this as a collaborative thing and hope that you get a tag and a post. I mean, it depends how comfortable you are asking someone that. I think it depends how big they are. You know, if they're a lot more famous, usually I just wouldn't ask. And just it's more about the relationship that I care about. And I just want to see if we vibe and connect. That actually leads me to my next question is about tagging on social. So let's say someone books someone for glam and you pay for hair and makeup and you post a picture. Is there an expectation that they're also going to tag you or is there not an expectation? Because if it's a trade situation, you're like, okay, if it's trade, then you're sharing me on social. And then that's kind of the trade. Or if someone's being paid for it, then you understand that this is your job. And if they tag, great. And if they don't tag, like you understand Because it's always like, you never know what to tag and what to not tag. Absolutely. But I feel like you nailed that one. I mean, if I'm getting paid for a job, I'm still going to try and get a photo if the timing is right. It doesn't always feel appropriate to ask for a photo. I think it's really important to read a room and that's 90% of my job. So I will read the room and feel the energy. Usually we're trying to run out the door. It may not be a good time, but if I'm getting paid for a job and there is a good moment, and I have a good relationship with this person, I will ask for a photo and get approval by them later. You know, if you have a good relationship with this, or if they feel inclined to tag you, they'll tag. I never take it personal. If I don't get a tag from someone, you can't really expect that. At the end of the day, you're getting paid. You should just be happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. I think that's really good advice. And I think that leads me to my next couple of questions, which is like about good set etiquette and good home etiquette because you're really in these like intimate situations with someone like you're there to be of service. So what are some things that you've learned over the years that you think other aspiring like glam teams could know about good set and home etiquette? So I would say one thing that's always stood out to me, Chris Jenner once told me, if you're on time, you're late. (laughs) So I hold myself to very high standards. 
I'm always 15 minutes early. I love to be early and just figure out what I need to do. Where do I need to park? Where do I need to go? Just being professional, you know, you really need to know how to read a room. I would say that is seriously 90% of the job when working with A-listers. And if you can start that early on in your career, start that now, you already have, you know, a head start. And one of my favorite quotes for this industry is know your job, do your job, mind your business. This is a motto to me, or this is literally a motto, a mantra, whatever you want to call it. It literally says everything about our career. I think that's such a good one too, because you are in these like intimate situations with people where they're either talking to like their friends or family or their team and you're hearing information. So it's like, you're there to like do your job and like just keep to yourself. And that's it. And I think it's good because it's like such a small industry and then, you know, people end up talking to each other. So how do you maintain clients and keep relationships? Because I love seeing when you work with people and you're using them over and over and over again with like the same amazing people. I think it's really important to just come into work every day with a good attitude and have a positive mindset and just be adaptable. I think a big part of this job is adaptability, being able to adapt to every environment that you walk into and being able to kind of be a chameleon, if you will, just being able to kind of transform yourself and be in any situation and have really zen and good positive energy and be able to vibe with everyone. And I think it takes years of experience. And I would say that's where MAC Cosmetics really came in handy because I worked there for or five years and I worked with like 50 people a day. So I was really exposed to a lot of different types of personalities and people. But a couple of things that really helped me is like taking 10 minutes out of my morning every single morning to meditate and practice on my breath work. When I meditate for 10 minutes, I just feel like I can articulate my words so much better. So if something happens at work and someone's stressed out, I'll know exactly how to handle myself and never take anything to heart. You never know what someone's going through and you can never take anything personal. It's just really important for you to you know, do your job and read a room always. If you guys are to home decor and you feel like your space needs a refresh, but you're not really sure how to make it feel like you dive into the farmhouse trend with Macy's. They've got soft textures and warm wood accents to make it really easy to bring a piece of the countryside into your home. Yes, even if your home is an apartment in the city. Plus, your home will be unmistakably yours with details like sage green dinnerware, warm and rustic decor, lush foliage, and cozy blankets and bedding. So you can start accessorizing your home with a few small things that give you that little touch. There's the set of three canisters from the cellar, and I love these for my kitchen. There's also some bamboo salad servers. And if you love green, they have a green 12-piece dinner set and it's such a beautiful sage color which I love for fall and it definitely feels like a neutral but with a little pop of color and they also have a stoneware pitcher I also love having candles everywhere, but especially in the fall, it's just something that makes me feel a little bit more cozy. And they have a hotel collection tapered candle holders, a set of three. They're like this beautiful like gold brass and it's just the perfect like little accessory. And something else I love into fall, it just makes me feel so cozy at home is anything with a chunky knit. I love a chunky knit blanket or pillow and there's the chunky knit decorative pillows and it comes in a few different colors. And if you want a chunky knit blanket to match that, they have one too and it comes in five different colors. I love my bedding and you guys are always asking for something that looks similar. So they've got the dry brush, mateless duvet cover sets. If you're looking to invest in some larger pieces for your home, they have those two from dressers to chairs to ottomans and beds and rugs. And there's so many pieces here to make it like a rustic oasis for you at home. So you guys can find these and more at macy's.com slash own your style. 
I know the glam life looks really glam. Like it looks amazing. You're traveling all these places and these great clients, but it is really difficult and hard work behind the scenes. And I, (laughs) when you were talking about your back and your surgery, and I think people don't even realize like your job is very physical. Like you're bending over all day. You're picking up like heavy kits. You're standing and you're on your feet a lot of the time. And so what are some of the not so glam things that people (laughs) might not realize that we don't see, whether it's crazy hours or the behind the scenes stuff? Oh, I love this question. You know, it is a lot. I try to post sometimes on social media, like me carrying all my bags in Portofino, like over cobblestone, you know, during Kourtney Kardashian's wedding. Like it's just, there's so much that does go on behind the scenes. I think, you know, if you don't know, we carry extremely heavy kits. I mean, some of them can be anywhere from like 60 to 80 pounds or heavier. So you have to be able to lift these things. So I'm always taking care of my body and I always make time to work out and get up early And I spend countless amounts of hours after work and before work, just prepping for looks in my makeup room, pulling products, getting things together, gathering mood boards. I feel like I'm always ready with a look. And that's what's really set me apart from a lot of other makeup artists because there's so many... Once you get to this level in your career where you're working with A-listers and that's all you're working with, everybody's good. What's going to separate you from everybody else? So I like to put together mood boards. So I spend a lot of time scouring the internet or just getting inspired off of things that I see in nature or just around me and you know, asking ahead, what are you wearing? What's the outfit? I want to be prepared. That's what's going to set me apart. And then how are you, you know, evolving as an artist? Is there ways that you're learning like either new techniques or where are you continuing your own like makeup education? I would say I do a lot of practicing on myself. <laughs> I spend, you know, a lot of time practicing new looks on myself. I, you know, I'll get inspired off of something that I see and I'll want to recreate it. So sometimes my husband will look at me and I'll have like two different eyes and two different skin tones and just like I'm looking wild because I'm practicing or I'll practice on an assistant or something like that, but I feel like I'm always trying to, you know, try new things and you really do have to continue to educate yourself. I think education is so important. And I learn from people all the time. I learn from my peers. I learn from, you know, just other, you know, really influential celebrity makeup artists or, you know, beauty gurus and and all that, just like everybody else. I think that I'm always keeping my eyes peeled. And you not only are an artist and you work with like the best talent, but you also are your own influence yourself. You have over a million followers on Instagram. So how do you spend your time from being behind the scenes and working with talent to being in front of the camera and creating content for yourself? Because this is like two full-time jobs. You're absolutely right. I work two full-time jobs and it is extremely hard to balance that and a personal life, but somehow I kind of make it all work out. So I am with my clients all throughout the week. I don't have any time to do content during the day throughout the week. So I do it after work. I will start at like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Sometimes I won't even finish a YouTube till like midnight or 11 p.m. at night. So by the time I do the intro and outro, I'm feeling exhausted, but I'm so glad that I finished it. And it is rewarding to be able to do both of these things because I love both. I love edu- I love the education aspect. And I also love working with my clientele. I, I can't see myself not doing either one of them. So I make the time to do it. So staying up late at night works for me. And sometimes that means having to sacrifice a weekend. I have sacrificed so much to get to where I am. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that it's all about sacrifice, especially in the beginning of your career. I have missed out 
on Thanksgiving, New Year's, every holiday, birthdays, weddings, Christmas. I mean, you you would be so shocked if you knew all the holidays and, and life events that I've had to miss early on in my career because I wanted to make a name for myself and I wanted people to remember me and I wanted to be that yes person. There's been a lot of life events that I've had to miss because I got the opportunity to work with Kim Kardashian or Chloe, you know, or someone that influential. I know. And it's been so amazing. And I've loved seeing all of the looks and people you worked with over the years. So do you have like a top couple favorite looks that you've ever done? I would say one of my favorite looks that I've ever done was on Megan Fox. It was in 2021. She was wearing like a sheer dress. She was basically naked and she was walking the carpet of the I think it was the MTV Movie Awards Mm -hmm. in New York City. And she was wearing wet hair. And we did this like, I did this really ethereal bronzy makeup look on her that was very golden and bronzy. And I felt like this just broke the internet. And it went viral. It went crazy. And it was definitely a moment. And I feel like it went down in history for me (laughs) on social media with Megan Fox. So that was one of my favorites. And then I also loved the Met Gala look that I did on Ariana Grande. It was her first Met and it was my first Met. So it was a moment that I'll never forget. And I also love the look that I did on Kim Kardashian for this red carpet that was, it was a Vanity Fair red carpet. It was also her first time doing this event. So that was really important to me that I got to share that moment with her. So I did a really dark smoky eye and I think she also had wet hair that Chris Appleton had did. It was just such a cool look. And then you just mentioned Chris. So I just want to talk about with hair and makeup and you're working together with someone else. How do you work as a collaborative team where sometimes the hair needs to shine or sometimes like the makeup is the star? Like how do you guys come together to agree on something where like the client is really happy? You know what? That can be really tough sometimes, but I feel like when the magic happens, it's when everybody works as a team. There's no egos involved where we all just have one goal and that is to make this person look like the best version of themselves and to create a moment. So we all collaborate together. I'll talk to the stylist. I'll I'll talk to Kim or maybe it's Ariana Grande and her stylist and her hairstylist, the girl that's doing nails. We all talk on like a group text usually and we start sending like ideas. And then that way, one thing isn't outshining the other because sometimes if the hair is already a moment, Maybe the makeup doesn't need to be so much of a statement if the hair is up. It just depends on how high the neck is on the dress. Like, where do we want to take the hair and the makeup from there? So I think it's very important to have great communication with every team that you're working with and just to maintain a good relationship with everyone. Amazing. Well, where can everyone follow you? Because I feel like you have so many good looks that you're posting and even your own way that you educate us. Follow me on Instagram, Ash underscore K home. It's the same on YouTube, also TikTok. So you can find me everywhere with the same name. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.